0: yo what is going on so today we are doing a podcast from the comfort of my own office actually i was going to do a forest walk today again but i decided i have so much on my mind today that i actually want to to uh, to sit down and uh, and just a full focus on a conversation right because sometimes i just want to go out have a chat with everyone while I'm having a walk. But today it's a little bit too much on my mind because this it is it's a subject that's pretty close to my heart. So today we are going to talk about bullies, bullying, the psychology of a bully, how to bully the bully. And are, are bullies actually insecure or um, is there something else a little bit deeper going on than just that? So, my friends, I know a lot of you that follow me uh, are pretty similar to me. You've gone through uh, a phase, most likely, of being at least picked on for a lot of you. Not all, but a lot of you have. Um, And some of you have gone through bullying to the extent that I did, where it was pretty intense. uh, Where you literally don't have any friends whatsoever. And then there are some people here that just never really uh, went through that, but you will still learn a ton today in terms of human psychology, human behavior, uh, mating, attraction, relationship, because this stuff goes deep. So one thing that we're going to talk about as well, if I remember, so this is one of the reasons why I'm actually doing this from home, is I know that my mind is going to go, a million miles per hour. So <laughs> uh, I think everyone listening should be taking notes because we're going to go fast. So you've got to take some bullet point notes, probably with like a timestamp or some shit so you can go back and listen to it again. But we're going to go so fast that I'm actually going to need to take note of myself. So I remember uh, points to go back to because otherwise I'll go on 40 minute side side tangents and then I will for- forgot what the original point was. I'm actually struggling to find my pen that I just had, which should tell you a little bit about how fucking excited I am about this podcast. Well, that's that. I guess we're going. We're just freestyling this anyway. Damn, I thought I brought a pen in here. Alright, I'm actually going to pull up my laptop real quick uh, to be able to write shit down just quick notes. Boom, there we go. See, we're moving fast today, people. Fuck. Strap in. Alright. So, I'm going to talk about a couple of different things. One thing I want to talk about is um, there's this um, misconception that Guys or sort of bullies uh, get the girl, right? But actually, that only happens in a vacuum when the girl has to pick between bully and bully. In that case she she basically has you, you know like she she's going to pick the more the more dominant guy in that situation however that does mean that bullies are just inherently really attractive and will always do amazing with women uh, it just means that that's a little bit better than being the the guy getting picked on who can't stand up for himself uh so we're going to talk about that and talk about how as always, <laughs> with red pill and pickup, MGTOW, all these manosphere communities um, it's such a reductionist sort of thing where they have seen, oh well, if you go into to a nightclub and you basically act like a bully, you will tend to get decent results with women and results in quotation marks right I spoke about that on the last podcast um and, you know, guys in high school are bullies, typically get the girl, you know, the asshole gets the girl kind of thing. And there's this thing going on where people think that the bully sort of wins, like uh, assholes finish first kind of thing. So we're going to dispel that myth today. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to uh, tell you a little bit about something amazing that happened in the world of mixed martial arts in the last week. So for those of you who are listening to to the podcast through the group, you've already seen the sort of the introductory post about this. But for those of you who are just stumbling up on the podcast, uh, I would recommend going and checking out the the Facebook group. It's called Be Her Hero. Uh, Answer the questions and make sure you actually answer the questions because you really don't get um, accepted Otherwise, I'm growing this group slowly um, and deliberately. So we have almost half the amount of like half the number of members we have that number in member requests and that's despite me rejecting about 150 members in the last week as well so most most people are just not getting in uh for one of two reasons number one they're too lazy they don't reply to the respond to the questions for real or number two uh, they're trying to join the group because they just want like how to pick up chicks. It's, it's it's not a pickup group, right? It's it's not about dating at all, really. This is about relationship mastery. So a lot of guys are like, oh, but how do I, you know, make the move on a girl, or how do I do this, or how do I do that? There are tons of other groups that offer that, right? I've done that for the past fourteen fucking years. I'm not doing that anymore. So go somewhere else with that. It's all good, right? So anyway, um. In the world of mixed martial arts, we had a giant fight, right? Um, so, if you're not familiar, go join the group, read the, the, the introductory post. It's very short, just gives you a little bit of backstory. But I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory here now as well. Um, so, there's a fighter, one of my favorite fighters. His name is Israel Adesanya. And he's the typical skinny guy, right? And he actually has a background of being bullied uh when he was in uh, when when he was young younger as well when he was a kid he was being bullied and he's tall lanky and really really skinny right and he's skinny still now after having done you know being a fucking elite level martial artist for so many years So this is him like being <laughs> trained and basically carrying as much muscle mass as he can naturally um without you know like specifically building muscle mass right like, hypertrophy training. But, you know, so he's a, he's a skinny-ass dude. Like, a really skinny guy. And he used to be bullied. And not only that, but he's really into uh, anime and... I don't know how you pronounce that word. Anime? Anime? Whatever. You know what I mean? And a bunch of other stuff. Like, he, he is like a really nerdy, dorky kid who just happened to learn how to fight. And his fighting style, again, because he does not... um have like a natural sort of knockout kind of power, uh, because his his hands, his 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 fists are fairly, um, uh, you know, like they're not thick and dense and big knuckles and big bones, uh, which is you know part of how you have natural like knockout power. So he doesn't have that, and he's not like very broad-shouldered shouldered or anything, so you can't create the same kind of torque naturally to just knock people out. Um, however, he has a ton of knockouts on his record, and that's because he is such a high-level technician, right? Like, his level of mastery is absolutely ridiculous. So he knows how to take you basically into deep waters, is what they call it, which, you know, like you, you get you get tired, you start breathing through your mouth and not through through your nose anymore, and when your jaw is open from breathing through your mouth, it's a lot easier to knock you out. Suddenly, your your chin is just a lot weaker, Um, and he knows how to faint in certain ways. You expect maybe like a kick, and then he will come with a hook. So when your mouth is open, and you're just generally tired, and you don't expect a, a punch on the chin, that's when you're much more susceptible, and then he will have perfect precision right at the tip of your jaw, and uh, perfect you know like the technique and you know the speed from that and that's how he actually manages to knock people out so he does it through basically intelligence and and technicality technical mastery um so he is uh what's called is uh, basically like the matador right and now he fought a big giant dude called Paulo Costa, Brazilian jacked dude, uh, accused of being on steroids and all sorts of shit. And this guy is a typical bully, right? Um, number one, he looks like a proper fucking fitness model. Like he, he could easily be a model. Uh, he weighs 6'4, uh, that jacked, shredded, and on the, bu- on the build up to the fight, it's got this uh, bully. Mentality the whole time because that's the way that Paulo fights as well. So Paulo does not have that kind of technique at all. So he has a lot of knockouts. Um, but just like Adesani, he doesn't have knockouts from possessing that kind of like one-punch knockout power that someone like Joel Romero has, for example. Paulo is big, strong, powerful, but not super explosive. So he doesn't really knock people out. It's not like a clean chaos. he wins by TKOs, technical knockouts. So he will he will move forward towards you like a bull, and bully you, and just hit, and thanks to being so big and muscular and strong, he can take a lot of punches. So he's happy to take two or three punches, a couple of leg kicks on his way into getting close to you, and then while he's in there, he will just warm. All on you just land like shot like body shots and hooks and uppercut just go and go and go and kick you and pop beat you and just beat you up, right? He just wants to push you up against the fence. Um so this is, this is martial arts, right? This is this is MMA, sorry, mixed martial arts. So they fight in an octagon in a cage. There's a fence, right? It's not a raid. So he will he will push you up against the fence and just just fucking dig into your body, uppercut you, hook you, kick you, knee you, and all this kind of shit. Just put fucking pressure on you. And then in round three, you have just taken so much damage that you will just go down because you can't take the pain anymore. So it's not a knockout, it's a technical knockout. It's a TKO. So both fighters are unbeaten in mixed martial arts. Before this... uh Adisanya had a kickbox kickboxing record. I think of seven. I know seventy-five wins, and I think six losses. It's seventy-five to six or something like that, right? Uh, world champion, just beat the who's who in kickboxing. Like one of the, so he is seen as technically one of the greatest kickboxers within the kickboxing community. So then when it comes into mixed martial arts, his level of striking, his level of technicality, is just so above everybody else. Uh, Paulo Costa, he was originally a grappler, but he, he became more of a brawler afterwards. So Adesanya was 19 wins and zero losses in MMA and 75-6, I believe, in kickboxing before this. And Costa was 13 wins and zero losses. so He was also unbeaten in the world of mixed martial arts and before this people are like oh Costa's going to be too big he's too strong he's just going to move forward adesanya can't knock him out he doesn't have the power costa can take anything or just push forward and just push um, adesanya into the fence and just fucking dig into his body up cutting and kicking and him and adesanya is just not going to be able to withstand it adesanya is too weak he's too skinny right and so, so Paolo really fights like a bully, and Adesanya is known as a technician, he uses uh, footwork to get, to get out of bad situations and get around people, that kind of stuff, right? So in the build-up, uh, Paolo kept accusing Adesanya, you're like, you're a skinny boy, you're nothing, you're weak, you're frail, you're fragile, um, I will knock you out, and he even recorded skits Right, So he had like a friend that sort of looked a little bit like, not looked like Adesanya, but he was like a tall, a tall skinny black dude, right? was was a friend of his. So he recorded a skit where he was basically like uh, running around the the cage in his gym where his friend was just running away from him, jumping out of the cage, basically saying, Adesanya is just going to run away from me. He doesn't want to fight. He's afraid of me, blah, blah, blah. Just bully, 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 bully. And then on the stare down before the fight, uh, Paulo Costa comes and he's wearing his black belt because he's got a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu And he takes out a white belt from here, out of his pocket and throws at Adesanya basically saying, you're a white belt, I'm a black belt, right? So Adesanya is not great on the ground. Paulo Costa used to be, you know, he, or he is a black belt. So he's basically saying, if we go to the ground, I would bully you there. If we stay, stay striking, I would bully you there. You don't have a chance. Blah, 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 blah. Right? And then the fight happens. And Adesanya, with his genius footwork, every single time that Paulo the Bull comes close to him, he will take a simple step to the side. Which you know, if if, if you don't understand fighting, you don't really understand. But like, he can still take him, right? But fighting is not like in like in NFL or rugby. If you take a step to the side, this guy can still tackle you, right? But in fighting, you will not be able to land a strike. If the other guy just moves literally two feet or one foot to the, to, to the side, suddenly you have to adjust everything. And in order to accumulate the right torque and power to actually hurt him, you now have to reset. So you, you just can't do anything. It is like, so when you understand fighting to that degree that Adesanya does, Paola actually doesn't have a chance, but before, leading up to the fight, no, no one obviously understood this, right? So they thought, oh, the bully's gonna grab him. This guy's gonna take him down, or not take him. no he's just gonna take him to the fence and just beat him up, right? But Adesanya would just sidestep and a boom, and just take, and then leg kick, leg kick, leg kick until the accumulation of kicks made it so that Paulo couldn't even really move anymore. So now Paulo's like, forward-moving kind of stuff wouldn't really work. And now Adesanya started closing the distance a little bit. So he was now standing at a range where he could actually jab Paolo. But because Paolo's leg was hurting so much, Paulo didn't have the speed to get out of the way or to, to, of, of Adesanya's stripes, and he didn't have the speed to, to lunge in uh, at him either. So he got picked apart, and in the second round, it was a TKO finish. And in the press conference after the fight, and this is what sort of spawned this whole episode, he, um, Adesanya, uh, said that I dedicate this fight to anyone that's ever been bullied. Uh, and talks about how he was bullied growing up. And Paolo Costa was just acting like the typical bully. And, um, you know, so he was talking about that. And was really funny. It was really, really interesting, right? Not funny. Fascinating is that this is not a new, um, story in fighting. It's, it's actually such a strong pattern that it's a pattern across multiple different combat sports, which means that it's an archetype. It's an archetypal story. Uh, we have it in boxing as well. Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman. Foreman was a big, powerful bully. He was just rude and, you know, like just bullying people. Uh, and uh, Ali well, it was the, it was the lanky, uh, you know, comparatively skinny guy with a, te- with, a ta- te- with a technique and a tactic and was able to move around and all this kind of stuff, right? And Ali won as well. Same shit, right? And so a lot of people go, wow, that's that's really impressive. These guys like Adesanya and Ali, they they won against um, uh, the the, the bully in in the ring or in the octagon. But actually, they didn't really win in the octagon. Because they had already won when the fight started. Because bullies rely on being intimidating. So now we're gonna go into really in-depth, advanced social dynamics understanding understandings. So bullies win by intimidation, right? So when we we have another example, we have Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Now Khabib, his fighting style is that of a bully you know he pushes you down to the ground and holds you there and mauls you right but out, outside of that he, he's not the bully right conor mcgregor is the bully in every single fight right but then the one time where he fights someone who doesn't really take take his shit someone who doesn't really uh, get intimidated by it then he lost he lost uh, same thing against the first fight against uh, nate diaz who didn't give a fuck Second fight, is kind of, you know, like, it depends on, like, a lot of people don't agree that Mike McGregor even won the second fight, right? But nevertheless, the bully relies on succeeding at intimidating you. So you see a lot of fighters that fought against Connor, a lot of fighters that fought against Paolo Costa, a lot of fighters that fought against Foreman, um... It's likely that they were actually not that different in skill level. Now, they could have been, right? But let's just play with this idea. A lot of these fighters suddenly just look really, really bad. They just look like a shell of their former self. And that's what happens when the bully manages to intimidate you so that you freeze Right Now, what Adesanya did is that he didn't get intimidated. And then when they started fighting, he used feints and footwork to make Paulo Costa freeze. And then pop, he would just pop him, pop out the jab, pop, 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 and jab, 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 leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, until Costa eventually got so frustrated and started feeling the pain from all of this. So every time Adesanya did a feint, Costa's entire body froze up and flinched, and he was just moving away. And he just looked afraid, and then Adzania finished him. And this is the way that things work with bullies, trolls, and haters as well. It's the same shit. They rely on the fact that they can make you intimidated. They re- they rely on making you reactive. So if we take an example from, um. Uh, so to so I'll give you a little bit more before we go into the examples. So Teddy Atlas actually brought this to to my attention as well with the George Foreman and Muhammad Ali situation. So for those of you who don't know, Teddy Atlas is one of the greatest boxing trainers of all time. Um, he's he's been training uh, like the who's who right in in boxing, and so his so his mentor was Cus D'Amato. Who was the mentor and tra- head trainer of Mike Tyson, right? So, so Teddy said that he and um, Casdamato had this saying where the intimidator becomes the intimidated if you just refuse to get intimidated. And that's what happens because you rely on the other pre- person being reactive. You rely on the other person being afraid of you. And then when you see that they feel nothing, then you get in your head and you go, holy shit, what the fuck is going on here? And now you don't know what's about to happen, right? And th- this is something that I found and taught when I was teaching people uh how to be successful in the dating world. So if you go out to a nightclub and... You try to talk to a girl and some guy comes in and tries to sort of like, you know, bully you out of talking to the girl. A lot of guys will feel like a natural inclination to try to intimidate the other guy, to try to get angry with the other guy. Right. I've had some clients in particular that have been very, very difficult to speak to about this. Right. And they're like, oh, but they're disrespectful. So i got to stand up for myself. I'm like, cool. Stand up for yourself and get aggressive if you want to. But you are paying me to help you win against a bully, right? Now, if you have some sort of a moral high ground and you're going to die on this hill, you're going to be like, I will never not show that I'm angry because this is my pride. Cool, do that. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about your insecurities and sense of inadequacy as a man, because if you don't show that you're angry, then you're not tough, right? That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about how do you actually win against a bully. So when they come in and they try to bully you, if you try to win against them through intimidation, you are literally relying on them getting afraid. And if they do, then you win. So now we're going to soon get to talk about do bullies actually get girls or is that only in a vacuum when the girl has to pick between bully and bully, right? So if you're trying to compete over a chick with some dude, and you decide to use uh, an intimidation tactic, and the guy gets intimidated, then the girl will go, holy shit, this guy is a man. Like, you're going to look so fucking alpha, you're going to look so dominant. Um, and unless you did it in a really, really um, distasteful way, then she will feel a lot of attraction for you. Now, there will be some girls that, will, that they will still be like, oh, I hate guys who do that kind of stuff, so they will sort of like have less trust for you and those sort of things. But on a biological level, she will feel attraction for you. That's just not a choice. That's just biological wiring. However, you can't just go that far and be like, oh, well, see, then it works to be a bully. Nope. Because you are actually... By relying on the fact that someone has to get afraid from you, you're relying on the other person's emotional reaction. Now you're giving success and outcome in the hands of another man. You're allowing the other person to decide whether or not you're going to win. So, And the same thing goes with other people trying to intimidate you. What What some people don't understand is that They're like, oh, this is unfair. Why, why is this guy or this girl doing this to me? Blah blah. It's like, dude, it's great when someone tries to bully you, because it's a weak strategy. If someone tries to win through intimidation and making you reactive and all this kind of shit, dude, they only win if you react. That's the only way. So if you're in, let's say, in a bar and some guy is sort of like let's say you're out with your girlfriend and some guy is sort of trying to hit on your girlfriend and you're going to be this overprotective dude because you're going to show i'm so protective and i'm alpha blah blah blah, try to impress her and you're getting a bit aggressive with the dude try to intimidate him if he gets intimidated oh sorry man i'm so sorry and starts shaking and all nervous and walks away cool you're going to look pretty tough right kind of immature but also kind of tough right however if he looks at you and smiles and starts bursting out laughing and giggling at you and go and, and just be like, hey, dude, did you forget the fucking meds this morning? And just makes a joke out of you. Maybe m- manages to make your girlfriend laugh. Maybe it's just something really funny so she can't help it. So she starts laughing as well. What happens then? You're not fucked. You have lost everything. Now, basically, you pretty much have to fight the dude because you non-verbally sort of threatened the guy. And now if you don't actually do something, you know, you you know what I mean? Like you're, you're painting yourself into a corner where you rely on them not calling your bluff. But if they call your bluff, tough shit, right? And that's what Adesanya did and what Muhammad Ali did and what Khabib did against their bullies in the fight world. Now, oftentimes when someone tries to do this and the other person calls your bluff, bluff, not only does it become, okay, well, now we just fight. It doesn't become an even playing ground because the bully now really tried to make you react to him, which means he invested, he took a risk. He invested time, and he clearly really cared about you feeling intimidated by him. So when he, does, when he notices that you don't fall for it, not only do we go, okay, well, now tactics don't work, now we actually have to fight, he will actually lose, like he will get a sudden spike of cortisol and a dip of serotonin and, and dopamine. So he will actually have have access to less of his maximum potential of his faculties like he will work at a lesser degree and you when you notice this notice this your serotonin and dopamine will go up so you will suddenly have access to more of your intelligence to more of your a uh, sort of gut feeling to more more of your strength to more of your power to more of your charisma uh if if it's a social situation or to more of your physical power if it's in, in, in a combat Sports situation, right? So even though the bullying looks super cool every time you get away with it, the problem is that silent evidence does not speak. So when when guys in red pill and pickup thing are just be super alpha and win through this book called Winning Through Intimidation, that funny enough actually does not talk about intimidating other people, but a lot of people have heard about title of the book including myself before i actually really studied it i was like okay winter intimidation what the fuck does that mean they're like oh well have a nice suit have this you intimidate other people i was like what the fuck is this and then i actually read the book and basically what it's saying is like just really like be well well prepared just win right so the title is a bit misleading a lot of people like to sort of refer to that book as something where you're actually trying to intimidate the other person including myself before i actually had a proper look at it and then that's not how how you win like if you try to win through actual intimidation the second your bluff gets cold it's not like you just okay now we keep going as normal but now you have been a bit embarrassed now you'll have a cortisol spike now you have a uh, will have a lower amount of dopamine serotonin the other guy will have the opposite you will actually lose this way And so there's this very fascinating philosophical concept of uh, em- skeptical empiricism, or does he call it empirical skepticism? I'm not sure which one it is. But basically uh Taleb Nasim Nasim Hold on a minute. Check the action Nasim Taleb. Nasim Nicholas Taleb, that's his name. Right? philosopher from Lebanon, original Lebanese-American, uh, also mathematical statistician. He's written a ton of books about uh, randomness, probability, uncertainty, risk, all these sort of things. And something that he talks about that is so fascinating is that silent evidence doesn't speak. And so, so people try to look at patterns in history and they look at an event that happened and then you sort of go back, you try to like reverse engineer okay, this happens, what happened, everything leading up to that right let's say this this guy got the girl right okay what what happened leading up to that well, he bullied this guy who was he was domineering da, 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 right, and you find like fifty other bullies that they get laid and go, "Oh, we'll see now bullying gets the girl, but that's not how things work because we haven't looked at the silent evidence, you haven't actively tried to poke holes in that philosophy, in that school of thought, in that idea that the bully gets the girl. Because if you did, you would also have to look at the the the, the sensitive, quiet, uh, more artistic kind of dude that gets laid Because there are tons of those as well. They are super nice and super kind. Right? So obviously it's not bullying that gets the girl. It must be something else. So what is the, the truth that that that's there every time that some guy is fucking really attractive, right? And so this idea that you got to be this domineering kind of alpha male is bullshit. It's it only holds true as long as he, he as you don't call his bluff, right? Makes sense. So if 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 you're with your girl and some dude is trying to intimidate you and you get intimidated, she will look at you sideways. Like a lot of girls, they're not gonna admit to this because it's a little bit. Because it sounds so wrong. It's like, why should you look different like your husband or your boyfriend just because some big dude with tattoos in his face managed to sort of make him intimidated? But it's just biology, man. And we can talk about that biology in another um, episode. But it's just that's the case, right? Now, here's the thing. Thanks to modern society, for the, for the, like also, again, be intelligent with what you do with your life. If you don't know how to fight, you're not there with fucking bodyguards. You're not there with your fucking squad of other fighters. Don't don't go out into the hood and get into a situation where where people might actually do that. And if you call their bluff, they might actually fucking fuck you up, right? So don't be me, because <laughs> I've done that kind of shit. I've been lucky to get away. But I also have a ton of fight training. So it's a little bit different. Animals are naturally stupid. So just don't copy that, right? But you know, don't, this just this is just taking, taking ownership. Don't go to places where someone just could go and fuck you up, right? So be in a nightclub where there are bouncers, right? Um, don't go out partying in the hood. Simple stuff. Don't go into a dark alley with your girlfriend, right? So make sure that if you call someone's bluff, there's security there, right? But for the most part, Just call the person's bluff. Unless it's someone holding a fucking gun, a knife to you, right? So, just getting disclaimers out of the way because I'm not liable if you fucking get robbed. Don't be like, oh, but Pierre told me, call his bluff. Yeah, we're talking normal social uh, situations. We're not talking if someone is trying to rob you, right? Or if you're getting held at gunpoint, right? Then this is about normal situations. Anyway, so... People are not looking at the silent evidence and they go, oh, but, you know, just be like, um, you know, just a bully and you will get a lot of girls. Now, you will get a decent amount of girls if you actually manage to really embody that mind of the bully. Um, Not if you fake it, though, and we spoke about that on the last call, but if you actually manage to fix your internal uh, sort of state, low cortisol, high dopamine, high serotonin, and they go around basically like half bullying and domineering people, you will meet a ton of women. That's just, that's documented, and we can't really poke holes in that theory, right? That is, if you have the internals in alignment with that kind of bullying behavior, right? That's what you have to understand. Now, you'll be a shit person, you will typically get pretty low consciousness women. You will absolutely not get a healthy relationship. It will be hyper toxic. And here's the thing. If someone calls the bluff. Now you played your ace card. Right. So someone like me, for example, I'm a fairly large male, um, six foot two ish six two six three yeah probably six two um and now i've been in bed for five months due to corona but normally i'm a roughly uh, 95 to 100 kilo uh, male which is what's that two 210 pounds fairly lean and i've done martial arts for over a decade right mma and or, or everything that comes with mma Muay Thai. A little bit of wrestling. My wrestling is not a strong suit, really, but a lot of Muay Thai, a a decent amount of Nogi, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and, uh, you know, some complimentary stuff. Fucked around a bit with Krav Maga, but I'm not really a huge fan. So anyway, um, I could pull this out as a fucking ace card, right? But even someone, my size, my level of training in, in martial arts and having been around some Some real heavy people in the criminal world. I still don't pull that shit. Unless it's literal, like, I know 100% this is actually going to do something productive, right? Now, I'm not a person, I'm not a perfect human being, right? I try to teach everyone as much as I can, be high vibrational, and I try to live by that as much as I can, but sometimes I lose that, you know, which I wish I wish I'd never lost that high vibrational state, but it has happened uh, with people who have tried to basically cyber bully me. Um, I don't respond on the Internet when people do that. But then I have gone and seen them in person and basically use intimidation and be like, OK, you fucking apologize now. or I'm going to break your face kind of thing, which is not good. Um, it's quote-unquote worked but at the same time i i really wish i hadn't done it uh, and to a, po- a couple of those people that have been unfortunately been exposed to those dark eyes of myself i have uh, apologized very sincerely and some of them don't really believe me and I go no dude literally i'm actually really fucking sorry because i am um because that's not the way that I want to lead my life. This is also, last time that happened was about a year and a half now, the other two and a half, three, four years ago, um, when I was still sort of, I I really struggled a lot with really staying in this hyper vibrational state. I don't think these days uh, it would happen, it would take a lot for it to happen, like some real sort of consistent prodding and poking, but uh for the most part, no, right? But if it comes to that, that's that's I would make sure that okay, I'm I'm gonna win by pulling this ace card, right? And and that's what people misunderstand with this thing. They think you can be a bully and that's just like a reliable thing. But it's only reliable as long as you meet someone who who will be intimidated by The efforts that you make and Costa wasn't. I mean, Adesanya wasn't intimidated by Costa. So the fight was actually won. Not at the end of the second, uh, in the middle of the second round when Adesanya, uh, when when the fight was stopped by TKO. The fight was already won when the bell rang in the first round and Costa saw in Adesanya's eyes, "Hey, yo, motherfucker, I am not intimidated by you." This is going to be fun. He's just smiling. He's loose. He's like, yeah, let's go, motherfucker. This is going to be fun. Let's dance. Right? That's how you win against the bully. Right? You embarrass him. You're smarter. You're not intimidated. You call his bluff. Because when you do that, he will have a spike of cortisol and a dip in dopamine. And you will have the opposite. And like we talked about yesterday that's the actual science of having the alpha male vibe of being the alpha male in the room it's pretty fucking simple and this is how you command respect from them this this is just how you fucking win they don't have a chance when you act like this unless you're in a part of the world where real actual physical violence can prevail and it's not It's a little bit of bit kind of lawless right so i grew up in in an in an area where a lot of that stuff happens. Uh, My former closest friend is serving an 18-year prison sentence for executing a guy in the middle of the day, Um, you know, selling guns, fucking hand grenades, like all this kind of shit involved in that lifestyle. Um, And when you're around those people, then if you're going to call a bluff, then you also have to know that shit might get real for real, right? Now, if you're in a regular bar, if you're a regular dude, just don't move in areas where you will run into those people. And when, if you do run into someone like that, don't, don't call the bluff. Just fucking walk away, right? Even if you're there with your girlfriend. Don't, don't play a fucking hero if you might end risking your life. Because you're not a fucking hero if you lose your life. Then you fucking, then she's there without you. And what the fuck is she gonna do now, right? Um, she's gonna have to find someone else who fucking left her for the sake of just your own ego. So, all of this comes with some intelligence. But the way that you apply it, unless you're a paying client with me, I am not taking responsibility. These are insights about human behavior, the human mind, uh, the masculine, the feminine, how all of this shit works, right? If you're applying any of this stuff only after hearing. The, you know, my, being part of the, the, the non-paid service of the Facebook group and the podcast and everything else. Um, I'm not responsible for that. I don't take, take responsibility for you if, you, if you haven't been privately, personally uh, tutored and mentored in how to apply everything. Right. So use common sense with everything for sure. Right. So that's just a basically legal disclaimer. Um, so that you know And don't uh, fucking come at me With this shit Hold on. So I hope that was Enlightening for you Thus far Now Are bullies actually necessarily insecure? This is something that I see touted by a lot of people who are trying to make victims of bullying feel better about themselves. This is going to be a little bit controversial, but I actually believe that no. Yes and no. But in the way that people talk about it, it's a no. It's not because they're insecure. It's actually because they're very confident and because they have, a, in some forms, a high level of self-esteem. So I'm just going to let that one sink in for a second and trigger you a little bit. Bullies bully you because they have high self-esteem and because you have low self-esteem. You do it because they are confident and you are insecure. Just let that simmer a little bit and see what emotions pop up, I'm getting a bit pissed off and getting a bit angry and getting a bit offended, <laughs> I would too, back in the day, get very offended by this, so it's okay if you feel offended by it too, um, and it would be okay if you got offended even if I never got offended as well, for that matter, it's all good, however, this podcast is, it's not a safe space. If that wasn't clear. Um, I'm not here to fucking cuddle you. I'm not here to feed you some feel good source. I'm here to give you the truth and nothing but the fucking truth. And the truth is, in the way that people talk about it, bullets don't bully you because they're insecure, right? You can't break it down. Oh, but, you know, it's like a void inside of them, and they're doing it to feel better about themselves because they don't feel enough of a man, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true, but that applies to everyone, for almost anything a man ever fucking does. That's not what we're talking about when you're saying that they're doing it because they're insecure, are you? Because you're saying it to make victims of bullying feel better about themselves. But it's like, if it's something that applies to every single human being on the planet, then it's it's not like, oh, but they're just jealous of you, because you don't seem as insecure as them. (coughs) Shut up. That's not the way it works. Unfortunately. I really wish it was, but it's not. You see, a bully is an Alpha male is a high status male who's in a low vibrational energy. That's what he is. He is someone who is less afraid of conflict, less afraid of drama, and more confident in his ability to deal with the drama than the victim is. Because otherwise, the victim couldn't be a victim. You can only be a victim. If you allow yourself to be intimidated and to not engage. Like if, if you decide, oh, I'm just gonna let him do it. Oh, I'm not doing anything, right? Oh, I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna be intimidated. Then he, then he wins. Now you're bullied, right? If you instead go, oh, well, that's cute anyway. And you move it, move on with your day and you keep doing what you're doing anyway. Then you're not being bullied anymore. Then he's just looking very try hard and just obsessed with you for some weird reason. Right? A bully that keeps bullying someone who is not accepting the bullying, it's like that rarely happens unless the guy, like, actually has maybe, it like, could be like some form of like homosexuality that he's pushing down, and it's something about the victim that's triggering it, so he's just really hated, or or the victim triggers some sort of trauma because he reminds him of his dad, or his brother, or sister, or mother, or whatever it could be. It's, <laughs> you know, most boys will, will, will give it a shot, because they think they can win, and then If you call a bluff and you keep moving on with your day, right? Or you actually go fight them, right? But let's say you just laugh it off and you just keep focusing on doing good shit for the world. You do you, you do you, you hang out with your friends, you focus on the people that do love you, you produce cool shit, you do something good for the world, ba 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 ba, all this kind of shit. Then unless the bully is actually like really obsessed with you, then they're gonna, they're gonna drop it, right? And once you understand how this works, it's like it's not like the bully, he keeps bullying you that he's doing it because he's insecure and afraid of you. He feels fairly safe, he feels fairly secure, otherwise he wouldn't do it. So it's not insecurity, but it's being low vibrational right he wants to jealous he wants to drama he just needs to put people down because that makes him feel more of a man so in that sense yes it does come from insecurity but it's not insecurity in terms of of being nervous around other people it's insecurity in terms of being low vibrational he's coming to the world with with an empty cup like i've talked about so many times if you want to make good decisions on what your macro purpose and what your micro purpose is you have to first have a full cup you have to fill Full, fulfilled, happy, content with life. You have meaningful work and you have meaningful relationships. And now you feel good. You're in a state of gratitude, you know, certainty, joy, happiness, love, compassion, kindness, creativity, inspiration. And now you decide what you want to do. It's not going to be something like oh I'm going to put put other people down. You're going to lift other people up. You're going to focus on building a great business, right? But if you're in in a because that's a high vibrational state which is constructive. If you're in a low vibrational state, oh I gotta you know I I have to bang a hundred girls and then maybe I'll get a girlfriend that I can cheat on. Like there are a lot of guys that literally plan to like get a girlfriend that they can cheat on or multiple girlfriends, right? Or you know, like, oh, I'm going to get revenge on that guy. He did wrong to me. About everyone's been done wrong to, right, in their own mind. It's always multiple uh, sides and perspectives of each story, right? So they're in low vibrational state, and they're not going... Then when you're in low vibrational state, even the way that you go about meeting women is going to be, um, basically... um Cornering girls into like coercing them into sleeping with them if they have to, right? Not that everyone who's low vibrational needs to do that. A lot of low vibrational people that are very attractive, so the girls sleep with them without doing that, right? But they would be happy to do that, right? And they they won't like put other people down and put down the competition. It's all comp- competition. It's not collaboration, right? Just like alienating everybody else in, in, in their field, in their industry, and alienating, like, every kind of, quote-unquote, co- competitor that could be a collaborator, right? And uh, you, you can see that, right, in terms of the, the relationships that the people have around them. Like, who vibes with you? What do you do? Who are your friends? Who are your enemies, right? Like, are, are your are your friends people that are, like, really competitive? active kind of you know manipulative people and are you enemies with people that that are like really uplifting in their energy then you're probably low vibrational energy right which is fine we just got to change it right and that's what i do right that's part of my job to help you with this um or if your friends are like uplifting good high vibrational people and then you have some hits and some trolls and some bullies around you because everybody does. But your enemies are literally low vibrational. Then okay, you're probably just triggering low vibrational energy people because you're high vibrational, and you're not paying attention to them. It will fuck with them often. And so so that so that but the, this myth that bullies are insecure—that's not the case. It's usually someone who's very confident, very confident in their own ability but they're just low vibrational, right? And again, if you want the kind of success that I'm talking about in in my sort of vision where you want non-toxic, deep, meaningful relationships, they gotta stay away from all low vibrational shit. Even if it can teach you powerful stuff, right? Even if it's someone that can, you know, if you're running a business and they can teach you some cool shit about sales or whatever. It's just, you can learn from anyone and I think you really should. But working closely with someone while they're still in that state, it will fuck with you, right? It will affect your own energy. Unless you're really, really good at protecting yourself from low vibrational energy, which is another thing that I teach in um, in, in the upcoming product, of course and you know so, so you have to pick like your friends the influences you have like the kind of like you're listening to a podcast right now where we're talking about be high vibrational do good shit for the world don't pay attention to the low vibrational shit just like you know this is pretty high vibration now this call this particular call or episode we're talking about about bullies and how to protect yourself about bullies you know so the the message is pretty uplifting, but we are talking about some low vibrational stuff um and you can probably sense in the general energy that it is a little bit heavier it is a little bit darker, but sometimes you have to be able to talk about it, but then eventually we have to be it has to be a high vibrational thing, which is you know now i'm talking about like here's the bigger vision, so I want to end everything being high vibrational so that once you have gone through this entire podcast, we can actually end at, in a real on a really good positive note right so surround yourself with high vibrational listen to podcasts read books have friends uh mentors coaches teachers girlfriend all these sort of things that are high vibrational energy right now if you have a girlfriend if you have a woman she can dip down that happens especially as a woman your job is to know when it's time to instantly snap her out of it and when it's time to sort of just empathize with her for a little bit and then lead her out of it, right? But for the most part, you can tell, like, if, like even yourself, like, everyone's going to go up and down. You're going to have good days and bad days. But for the most part, you want your girlfriend to be someone who is, generally speaking, a high vibrational person. Her values are high vibrational. The things she's afraid of and her insecurities, have them be bigger level problems than the absolute most pettiest. It's like, is it, her, her biggest fear to be, to be seen uh, without makeup or is her biggest fear that um she might be a bad mother this is a different level to to those kind of fears right what are what are her highest values is it to uh, be a good mother be a good girlfriend be a good woman be a good sister be a good daughter um be good for society do good for some charity these sort of things or is it to just be the hottest chick in the bar, right? And nothing wrong being the hottest chick in the bar. But is that your highest value? Probably not the healthiest, right? Same thing with your friends. What's your friend's value? And if you have friends that are really low vibrational, don't spend that much time with you. You don't have to cut them off. But don't, don't sit there and fucking dwell. Don't sit and take it upon yourself to make them high vibrational. You're not going to make them high vibrational if they, they're not ready. Just spend less time with them spend more time by yourself if you have to hang out with me on this fucking podcast you know there are in the group there there's dozens and dozens of hours of live stream or hundreds of articles you can sit out and chill out with me all day long right and eventually as this podcast keeps going um you'll probably or hopefully eventually have a few hundred hours of just audio recordings. You put, put me a headphones and go for a walk in the forest. Nature is fucking high vibrational. So do that, right? Meet other people from this. The, the, one of the reasons I'm growing the group so slowly is to make sure that we have, it's, it's high vibrational people there. So meet other people in the group, right? Talk to them. Be high vibrational. Don't pay attention to the negativity around you. Just put on fucking blinders and just fucking go. Meditate. Do some breath work. Do some yoga. Eat good food. Have some fucking plants in, in your house. I'm um, Right now I have fucking 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 plants literally just surrounding me by the desk where I'm working, right? And a couple of candles and, you know, all sorts of shit. Have some high vibrational positive stuff around you. Drink some clean ass water and breathe in some healthy ass air out in the forest. And I think that's pretty much what we have on the agenda today. That would be it. That would be all for today. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you have another friend who might benefit from some high vibrational relationship uh, teachings, understanding about the human mind, human behavior, all these sort of things, tell him about the podcast. Just let him know. Yo, man, this is pretty cool shit. Um... And if you yourself want to learn more about this, and if you just stumble upon the podcast, you join the Facebook group. Be Our Hero is on Facebook. You have to re- reply to three little questions. Make sure you answer them properly. I will check out your Facebook profile as well. So if you're a fake profile, you will not be added. Uh, if your profile is just a bunch of low vibrational shit, you will also not be added. But if your Facebook profile looks good, and the way you answer the question questions look good then you will be added into our community our little movement Um, and that will be all for today thank you so much for tuning in and I will speak to you soon again